What's up, everybody? How is your evening going? Ours is about to be really awesome because we're going to talk about video games on air. We've got Tim, who's coffeeed up here. We just talked about SpongeBob pre-show. Got a little baseball action, all of it. We're all over the place here. I'm Josiah Roy with me today, Mr. Baba Yaga, John Fick. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I said it before. I'll say it again. The Yankees are going to the American League Championship Series. The Cleveland Guardians, Cleveland, they're going home. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you got that out of your system. That's good stuff. Go Yankees. Also with us today, Mr. Tim Talbot. Tim, we talked about it pre-show. We almost wore the same thing. It happens frequently when we own so much of the same wardrobe with that beautiful 26 shirts hoodie you got thank on there. You, thank you. Thank you. So this how, is, uh, how this you is the Star Wars podcast, right? Well, everything becomes a Star Wars podcast when I'm on it. So inevitably at some point it will, but <laughs> it's not technically a Star Wars podcast. Well, uh, Oh, uh, I thought this is Andor. No, sorry. <laughs> how did you want, how did you get the US episode already? Why do you want to have a show and tell spoon on Andor? It doesn't even add up. Oh shit. Well, good thing I brought my PlayStation mug. Let's Yo, go. There he is. <laughs> Featuring the handle. Oh, let me I do it. love that mug. The controller handle. Dude, that's yeah. a dual that's a dual shock four. Come on, dude. What year is it? Cool. Dual shock four. Sorry, I'm retro. on a budget, okay? Gross. I can't afford the new PS5 mug. <laughs> can't get the dual sense controller. Yeah. Out of my price range. That's okay. It's well, okay. I'm excited. Can... I'm excited to talk some games. I haven't had a chance to talk games I'll... with you guys in a hot minute. I'll tell you what might be on your price range is that Dual Sense Edge, which we're certainly <laughs> going to talk about a little bit later today. Yeah, <laughs> I saw you a little taking that on one today, and running so. with it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so, Busy Six, the Geekiverse is all video gaming talk show. Whether you're watching live at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse, youtube.com slash the Geekiverse, or listening on podcast services around the globe, we appreciate you taking the time to join us for this discussion. On today's episode, lots of awesome horror news coming out this week for video games. We've got Silent Hill, we've got Resident Evil, the next chapters for both of those universes. We've got some interesting controversy surrounding Bayonetta 3. We alluded to it with the dual sense edge that's going to be coming out as well as Miles Morales finally coming to PC, which means Steam Deck. Can't wait to play that game. And of course, we wrap up the show with our favorite new game, Guess the Video Game. So we'll get to that, of course, in due time. We don't just love video games here. We also love hockey. Buffalo Sabres are playing right now. Rasmus Dahlin having a killer season. This is episode 27 of Busy Sticks, so we'll call this the Michael Pekka episode, I think. Makes sense. Uh, but we also love one other thing, and that's beer. So what is about to be in your system, gentlemen? John, we'll start with you. What do you got going on tonight? Josiah, we decided to do this episode very last minute. We, we, we decided about uh, two and a half hours ago or so that we were going to do this today instead of tomorrow. Uh, and my beer fridge was empty. Uh, so what did I do? I went to the store, of course. I wasn't going to be unprepared. Come on. I shot a Yankees wrap up the ALCS, and I'm, I'm, over, I'm over at the local beer store with 10 minutes to spare. Of course, I had to make it happen. I uh, picked up one that I actually tried to get earlier in the week, but it wasn't, it wasn't at the store. Got myself the Slay Burner. Oh, dude. So, so Slay Burner is a spooky. Uh, I was wondering if this would be the this would be the week we had a, a duplicate. Like you and Tim uh, are so close to having duplicate shirts. One of these weeks, you and I are going to have a duplicate beer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hayburner is a uh, is a, a staple in Western New York. A big ditch. They make that they, that IPA. It's a it's a hazy New England type IPA. Uh, they do plenty of variations on it, and this is their 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 spooky Halloween version. Um, it is blood orange infused. So Ooh. I'm excited for some Slay Burner. Yeah, that's awesome. Love the can, by the way. Awesome, awesome art there. Uh, Tim, what we got? Anything going on or just coffee? That's acceptable. The coffee. I like that. I like that. I think I could use a beer. 
Oh, okay. What? What do we got? This man came. Let's see what I got. Oh, we're back. Let's All right, go. so I'll go. I'll go mine. That's um, a, that reminds me of uh, of the Greg Miller episode. <laughs> Wait, this is a beer. This is a beer podcast. <laughs> just you went flying. Yeah, you just go. I'm gonna I'm gonna splice those two together when we pull out beer with our guests. This is what they do. They go grab beer. Is this a beer podcast? Yeah. Uh, so. I, like you, John, was not prepared totally. Like, we didn't get grocery shopping this weekend. We didn't make our trip to Wegmans to see what we've got on the, the pick your six rack there. But uh, my dad, you know, saves the day, as he often does. He's probably watching right now. So if you are dead, thank you very much. Uh, but he brought over an Oktoberfest from Rohrbach. Oh, so yeah. So I got to say, tried this. Yes. Uh, tried this with him uh, just a few days ago. Of course, beautiful German style lager. Uh, this one hits for me. It's a, a well done Oktoberfest. Just the right amount of uh, depth, I think. Good amount of flavor. Not too light, not too heavy. And of course, Rohrbach. Hey, Rochester, right? Yeah. So kind of local there. But uh, Tim, Tim, what'd you go get out of your fridge? I got a bath bomb by Fifth Frame Brewing. Those are fun, man. It's a a strawberry banana. We had this during our Sabres draft. I have been sick since like three days later. I got sick. Didn't have a chance to drink it. I've been dying to have it. Awesome. And uh, today's the day. You guys are both repping uh, Rochester beers. My wife and I went out and did a Rochester brewery tour like maybe three weeks ago at this point. Um, There's a lot of really cool stuff up there. We didn't hit Roar back, but we did go to to Fifth Frame. That place is (laughs) Awesome. They've got tons and tons of we we got to do a, a little a little beer stop up there because it's it's gorgeous up there, man. And the only reason I'm drinking this is because I just wanted to find a way to match Joe. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's looking good. We can even we can get we can get it color corrected in post if we want to. Yeah, you should say, Tim. So my shirt, I've got to, if uh, you're listening to the podcast, uh, Buffalo Bills tie dye shirt. We were talking about it pre show as well. It's hard to find tie dye Bills. Uh, material for men really so uh my friend aurora hawkwater owns business dora or die that's d-y-e you can check that out by searching on facebook sells an amazing amount of buffalo bills uh swag go check that out among many other things in the store again that's facebook.com slash dora or die uh but beers boys i think cheers. you mean cheers, cheers. boys I'm, I'm not drinking out of a glass i'm too lazy or the cup come on a little coffee never heard the beer uh definitely not um, that was a joke. Don't do that. <laughs> so, Rohrbach, also, we went to a Rochester <laughs> Americans game, uh, or two, actually, in the spring when they had the awesome playoff run, and I love seeing their stuff all over the arena there. Yeah. They have some local stuff instead of, you know, some of the national options. Don't love paying extra for that, especially. Right. So, yeah, good stuff yeah, all if around. I'm, if I'm paying 12 to $14 for a beer, it better be a, better be a craft beer. Don't get me started. I'm not looking forward to the first Sabres game where I got to do that because I don't have to do it, but you know. You do. Uh, so, yeah. what's in your system, boys? What have you been playing? It's uh, just a, about two weeks away from Halloween here. You jumped into anything horror related. Uh, Tim, why don't we go with you first? What have you been playing? What haven't I been playing? So, <clears throat> and, uh, and I'll, we've talked a little bit about this. I actually just finished Resident Evil Village. So um, that has been my uh, my game of choice. I love Resident Evil, and I'm very upset it took me lo- that long to to finally dive into it. And it took me about three weeks. Really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And then I've also been playing some Overwatch 2. They decided it was a good idea to... Uh, they stopped making money off of Overwatch, so they decided it was a good idea to reskin the game as Overwatch slap, 2. Slap a 2 on there. Yeah, they took out the free loot they would give you. Yep. Made it free to play with a paid battle pass system. 
And now you can only get skins by paying money. And that's not all they did. They broke the servers on day one to make it seem like yes. it was actually a new game. <laughs> they did. They did. So it's been fun still. It's been fun. It's bringing a lot of new player base into it. So I've been enjoying it as much as I'm knocking on it because that's really what they did is they stopped making money off the fact that people who own it aren't going to buy it again. But new people that come in are going to want to buy skins. So it's their way of making money again. So what I get it. They got to. Yeah, right? yeah like, but I understand they want to keep they want to be able to sustain itself like a lot of modern free to play games go. So I get it. And it's been like, fun. But so I'm gathering you're not salty at all on this. I mean, maybe just uh, how, how much longer it's going to last is a question, but it's fun. It's, it's I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air. So so give me um, I am also surprised it took you this long to play Resident Evil Village. I'm mm. not you know, one to say that, but you're, you're a longtime fan. So when, you know, which it's perfect having you on the show tonight to talk about what we'll be getting later this week with resident evil or what we think. Uh, but if you had a kind of a quick summary on your thoughts on village, spoiler free, what did you think of it in relation to some of the other games? Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's the, I, I really enjoyed um, biohazard. Resident Evil, the, the one before it, mm-hmm. I just like the style. Like, I just feel like the first person in that, environment makes the game so much more scary Mm -hmm. um i thought there's a lot of very nice things they did you know between the different um main boss variety one of the big plot twists of the game was prepared all the way back from biohazard so when it hit me in this one i was like holy shit like it was huge and it like blew my mind so the whole game it was awesome itself um one of my favorite things they did is they and one of the like little like map areas i'll call it where they have one of the bosses they took away your guns and like made it so you couldn't use weapons so it added that extra layer went through of that. fear yeah. and it was awesome it's probably the scariest time i've played resident evil for the most part like it's always scary at the beginning when you first booted it up once you get guns it kind of like the fear factor goes away because you can defend yourself a little better that was like hey guess what you don't have guns again so i like that they did that so. I felt naked. So I, yeah. I am also playing Resident Evil Village. Um, I've not been a super long time fan, but I jumped in with Resident Evil 2 Remake in uh, 2019 is when I played it. Also Resident Evil 3 Remake. And then earlier this year, I played 7. And I got to say, I have the same curve with all these games, just like you described, Tim. Uh, it starts off really scary. I'm like, I, I'm sweating. I'm, my heart's skipping a beat. Then I, I build up some confidence. I'm ready to go. My weapon's I wouldn't say they become unstoppable, but I loot everything. I'm usually well prepared. And this one, they strip you of that for that boss battle. And what's funny is I was reading up, um, IGN had a list of the the top 10 Resident Evil games. So I was like, I love these lists. I want to read out what it's all about. And without going into spoilers, it listed Resident Evil Village, uh, I want to say like fifth. And they talked about it having one of the scariest moments in any Resident Evil game. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought this was not a totally scary Resident Evil game. What is that all about? And it hit me in the face when it happened. That was a really intense sequence. I had to play that, by the way. So my daughter, my seven-month-old was having a, a tough day with teething. I had to get her down. And how did we get her down? By sleeping on my chest. That I played that sequence with her there. And that was horrible to try to not jump or really like have... I can't really control it, but have my heart race too much to wake her up. It's like so the because of what you... It's fitting because of what you had in your hand. I won't spoil anything, but like... 100%. Yeah. Uh, it totally made it like, oh, gosh, I'm going authentic <laughs> with this. I was going to say, Joe, it's like the feature from uh, Until Dawn where you can't move the controller when you get nervous. You can't oh, move the yes. baby on your chest. 100%. Don't, don't let this distract you from the fact that both Joe and John have not played through the second half of a video game of Resident Evil 2. Don't let that distract you. 
that they've only played half of a Resident Evil 2 game. That's that's yeah. only that's it's only half, half true. It's half the same game. game. It seems it's like a we've played the game. It's, it's the same sequences. It's a new part, different part of the maps. It's, Completely different part of the maps. Different character. I, different I've story. Never read that. <laughs> oh man! It, every time I think about it, I'm just like, <laughs> one of these days we'll go back and do it. So specifically, Resident Evil 2. You're telling us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't you got to go back. You got to go back. See, I liked it a lot, so I might do it at some point. But I just got to play the second bug. part. It's the same. It's it's the different game. It's like it's Did like someone gave you. No, okay. it's listen. It's on the same game itself. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It's hey, like getting on. a video game, playing <laughs> through the first. Like let's play, pretend you're play, playing PlayStation. I don't. You open see, up I, the game. Okay, there's okay. disc one and disc two. When the PS one game came out, there was two discs because there are two different games. Tim, this is a PS4 game. game. It all fits on one disc. It's I fine. didn't even have a disc. I that was just a download, actually. I'm just talking about the the original. So it's two different discs. There's two different games. One one download for me though, so I think it was just one for me. You know what, John? I <laughs> I I'm gonna sabotage you during your guess the game. You just wait. <laughs> so <laughs> see, I saw it. I saw it as two downloads in the store, which I thought was peculiar. JK. Huh. So uh, with <laughs> Resident Evil Two. I felt very fulfilled with my playthrough. I was like, "This is a definitive ending." I don't know. Just, I felt just the same. Way. Yeah, I even looked up. That's. I even looked up the differences between the the Claire and the was it Claire and who's the it guy? is Claire? Who's the dude? Leon. Is it Leon? Yeah, Leon. Um. I, yeah, I watched the YouTube video with all the differences, so I, I saw it. It's cool. Uh, I saw her part. I saw what she did. I saw her cutscenes. Where's Rashawn? I'm so Rashawn. mad at you right now. It's crazy. Rashawn. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm Rashawn. like, I really enjoyed this. Um, I heard that you can play through as Claire. With... Oh, for God shows up, I'm, I'm quitting. That's no, all good. Just, oh my gosh. So, uh, I, that's what we've been playing. John, I hope you haven't been playing Resident Evil Village. Now, hang on. I, I wasn't playing Resident Evil 2, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you played half of it. So, last episode of Busy Sticks, John said I had homework and it was to get him to play Resident Evil 7. Now, we had an ex... Like, one less day in between our normal recording cycle here. Have John, have you have you started Resident Evil Seven? You want to talk about spooky? You want to talk about a horror story? And you want to talk about multiple downloads in the PS in the PlayStation Store? I tried to play Resident Evil Seven. I tried. I went in there. I'm like, okay, I know that I own RE Seven with the PlayStation Plus catalog, or it's part of my PlayStation Plus Extra, or uh, I got it as a monthly PlayStation game. One of those things with, was true, and I know that RE7 is in my library. So I'm going to go in there. I'm going to boot it up. Actually, I already had it installed. I, I installed it for a while ago because I wanted to play it. That was before the PS5 version was out. So I had the PS4 version installed. I'm like, wait a minute. I want the PS5 version. It's a free upgrade. You, have, you, have, you buy RE7 on PS4. You get a free upgrade to RE7 PS5 version. No charge, right? Not if you redeemed it via PS Plus. If you got the PS Plus version... You just you just have to buy the game again if you you have to buy the game outright if you want the PS5 version. I thought, you know what? I've had to do this before where I have to uninstall the PS4 version to get the PlayStation Store to show me the product page for the PS5 version. So I uninstalled the PS4 version, went to view product, it's trying to charge me for the PS5 version. Why is it so difficult, PlayStation? Talk about scary. Talk about a horror story. Yeah, I, 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 I had, I had a much more intense time with RE Seven than both of you guys have, and I haven't yeah. even booted the game up yet. That is the scariest part about any Resident Evil game is John's story. Right Trying there. to freaking figure out how to play the thing. <laughs> I've never followed that with between how many times PS Four and PS Five was said there. That Dude. was that was 
tricky. It and John good. played it. He played that horror game right there, first person. You know, yeah. it was, so it was I have not played it yet, but I tried. I got frustrated and I didn't play it. Um, the, the game <laughs> is on. For it, folks. He yeah. texted me. He was he was asking. I'm like, how I do played I it. Yeah, I played it before the upgrade came out, so it wasn't even a point for me. I but now that it's out, I would be in the same boat. I want to play the PS5. I want yeah, really I want to play the version. Go ahead, uh, Tim. No, I was just say to piggyback on that on the the topic of Resident Evil. In case Joe wasn't playing Resident Evil, um, a game to play if you're a big fan of Resident Evil and you've played through a lot of like Seven, um, Village, and all that stuff. Resident Evil Part Two. Yes. Two Part Two. No, no, no. But I was going to say Evil Within, Resident Evil mm. Vein, Evil Within 1 and 2. You could probably, it's a site called G2A.com. You probably could get it for dirt cheap on Steam. I'm on your Steam deck. sure those are on something. I think those I have it on Steam. Oh, yeah. So you guys well. probably own it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Doesn't Microsoft own the company that makes those games now? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, so jokes aside, I did try to play it in the whole fiasco of me like deleting it and not reinstalling it because I did. Oh, I wanted to get the PS5 version that took up like a half hour of my time and I had like a two hour gaming window there. So I didn't play it. Um, I want to, it's still, I'm still all in, all in on the, the idea that I want to play uh, seven and eight and, I, and I'm in the spooky season. I've been watching lots of scary movies. Uh, I've been having a blast with that. So I, I'm still, still hold me to it. I want to get in there. I want to experience uh, RE7 and RE8. Uh, village um what i have within is four dollars yeah i mean it's 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 cheap it's real cheap um but what i have been playing uh in relation to what tim talked about not ari but uh, i've been playing a lot of overwatch 2 overwatch 2 has brought me back in like tim said um is it a reskin version of overwatch 1 yes but i will say that like even as a casual player someone who who played a couple dozen hours of Overwatch 1 when it first came out. Like, I was pretty heavily involved in, like, invested in Overwatch 1 for the first year that game was out. I, I had friends I was playing with. I spent a lot of time with it. Um, then I fell off, you know, after that and had to go back to it. Even, even just with that little amount of time, that little exposure into Overwatch, it feels... I, I feel the difference. Um, not having two tanks, I think, is a big deal. Like, that was my... Anytime I tried to go back to Overwatch 1... Having two two tanks and there's so much damage being spread out, like I felt like I didn't know the meta, I didn't know what characters to balance with. I was just getting whomped every time I tried to play Overwatch One. I think uh, getting rid of that one character, having one tank on on map, um, is a big deal. I think that's I think they balance the characters out to 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 make it work, um, to make it a lot more approachable for someone like me. Um, could I yeah. could could you show me both games running side by side, and would I be able to tell you the difference? Absolutely not. They look the same. People say they look, you know, there's a slight upgrade graphically. I couldn't pick it out. It looks just like Overwatch 1. Uh, but like Tim said, it's a good excuse to just kind of like get back into the game. Um, how long will it last? I don't know. It, it's free to play. So I think that there's always a chance that it's got legs because of that. Um, like Tim said, it's all battle pass based now, but it didn't cost 40, 50, 50 you know, 60 bucks to buy, yeah. you know, when it came out. So there's, there's balances there. Some games do it well. Some games do it abysmally bad. Um, so we'll see. Uh, speaking of free-to-play games, free, speaking of the games I play all the time, Fortnite, uh, Fort Nightmares came out today. Fort, Fort mm-hmm. Nightmares, that's their their Halloween event they do every year. Um, so I dove into that a little bit today. That was fun. Um, and then speaking of a, a news story that we have coming up and, uh, you know, Spider-Man games on Steam, I've been shipping away at uh, Spider-Man Remastered, the original Spider-Man game on my Steam Deck a lot. Uh, that's just such a fun game to just pick up and play and swing around and, like, I find myself just swinging around more than anything. Like I got all the backpacks and all the landmarks already. I'm probably like 40% of the way through the story, but I already got most of the collectibles that are fun to do. Cause I just like love swinging around. Um, but yeah, that's like my pickup and play game. 
super satisfying going to to do all that with spider-man um real last uh, thought here on overwatch ign had a funny headline this week that said basically our our 2016 game of the year kind of doesn't exist anymore funny thought right yeah i mean they they sure they just straight up shut the servers down and like transition it over to overwatch uh overwatch if i had to give a good comparison about what they did it's like what remember when fortnite went from like chapter one to two season yes that's what overwatch did in a sense you know they kept the uh, they changed parts of the game but left it overall the same 100 percent. i honestly i would say that fortnite was a bigger upgrade from from fortnite to fortnite chapter two i think that was a bigger upgrade yeah yep for sure you can't change the game i mean got people out of it but yeah it felt like a different game yeah Definitely not not the best PR surrounding uh, what's going on with Overwatch right now. But if you're playing it, hope that you are enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, let's get into uh, some of the news here. Uh, first up on the list, we've got Silent Hill news coming this week. Long rumored, long awaited, super exciting stuff. Uh, so from Game Informer, Silent Hill's future has been the subject of numerous rumors over the last couple of years. And it appears we're finally getting a clear answer on what's next. Konami is broadcasting a Silent Hill transmission this week. So kind of uh, like a state of play, uh, if you will, from PlayStation. Uh, The event airs Wednesday, October 19th at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. A tweet only states the presentation will feature, quote, the latest updates for the Silent Hill series, end quote. Uh, The tweet links to a new Silent Hill website, but it currently doesn't offer any more information. Now, folks, for years, we've had some rumors of Silent Hill being... Uh, brought back from the dead, if you will, in the the form of a new game, uh, in the form of some remakes, because those have been popular, right? We've gotten a lot of Resident Evil remakes. We're getting one for Dead Space. That has been all the rage. So why not apply it to Silent Hill? Well, if I had a bet, I bet you we're getting a remake as well as a brand new entry. Exciting stuff, though. And what a beautiful time of year to talk about this, of course. Tim and John, have you guys played any Silent Hill at all in the past? My experience with Silent Hill lies within PT. Uh, I played PT with, right when it came out. I, uh, I remember sitting down with uh, my girlfriend at the time, but now wife, and one of my best friends and his girlfriend at the time, now wife, and the four of us just sat down and we played that game and we beat PT. Like we were sat there we in my, my bedroom, my parents' house back in the day, lights off, four of us just jammed in this little room, like scared shitless playing PT and just trying to figure out how to beat this stupid thing. Um, and it was like, it's honestly one of my favorite gaming memories. So like PT was, uh, was awesome for me. And like, I was so excited for that full game. Um, and I was, I've never been a big metal gear guy, but to, you know, to know that Kojima was involved and, you know, obviously knowing his track record and his uh, prominence in the industry, I was so excited for that. So when it was canceled, I was bummed. Um, I'm at the point where it's like, I don't know what this does for me because I don't necessarily trust Konami as far as I could drop a Plinko machine. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't care, uh, but I'm excited to be proved wrong. If that's the case, you know, uh, Tim, have, have you played any Silent Hill? If you know me, you probably can assume that I have played plenty of Silent Hill. So I actually grew up with the, on PlayStation, the first Silent Hill, um, I remember my first time playing it. There's a spot where you get in like this little cafe and like one of the little monsters bursts through the window. I shut the game off. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Like you're, you're at the beginning. You're like walking around this little like lighter flashlight and these things start coming up out of the ground and you die. Like you, you die and then you wake up and like this. And I'm like, there's no way. So I went back like when I was a little older and a little stronger willed. I went back and played it on uh, an emulator on my laptop in a church parking lot. I downloaded it. You broke Loved the it. law in a church parking lot. You, you pirated a game at a church. This is 10 plus years ago. It, it's 
Statue of Limitations Law. expired. Yeah. <laughs> Murphy's um, Law. <laughs> anyways. Uh. Um, loved it. I Ever since then, I played through the Silent Hill 2. I think it was on PS2. There's like a bunch of other ones that have been out there. I love it. And I'm super excited for the the remake or whatever they end up doing. If it's just a new entry, I'm nervous because Konami is mm-hmm. is in the shitter. No, they just they don't ruin they Castlevania shit. Um, Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear's shit. on the shelf right now. Like, yeah, I guess that's what I should like, have said is like, could I be excited for this? Do I see a world where I get excited for this? Sure. But I'm just worried that there's not much to be excited for here. Make it good. Make it good. Um, can I do my show and tell now? Is that possible? Oh yeah, we skipped over show and tell. <laughs> we did <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, if, if, so, if, if, if you're you know new to the show, we, we sometimes have a segment uh, called show and tell. If we have something worth showing and telling, uh, we invited Tim and he had a show and tell. And we just skipped right over him. So yeah, go for it, Tim. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I don't know why it's so funny that he's like, I have a show and tell. Can I, can I show it, please? It's like, it's like the can fourth grader my- in yeah. fourth grade. Like he never got to do his. Like please, can oh. I do mine now? We're out of time here. Yeah, Sorry, it's lunchtime. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Sorry, it's nap time, guys. <laughs> um, on the thoughts of remasters or remakes, there's one game that I really, from like the PlayStation era, that I really want remade. And in my hands, I have the last entry um, on PSP. Oh, man. That I bought. Um, it, is, uh, it is Parasite Eve. Oh, I'm familiar with Parasite Third Eve. birthday. So this is probably nice. one of my most... Tim? Sought out remakes is Parasite Eve One. It's one of my favorite horror games. I I want it so bad. It's just it'd be so good. But you can check out that here. I was gonna say, please tell me the UMDs in there, dude. Oh, the UMD Universal Media Disc. What? Oh, can yep. you turn? No, turn turn around. Turn around. Spin it. Spin it. Come on, give me a little spin. Oh, dude, that's you just brought me back. Yep. You just brought me back, man. <laughs> yep, yep. That's I don't have. Uh... <laughs> That's I also have stuff. Crisis Core in in my uh, box out there, which is actually coming out again soon. And now, Tim, do you have a PSP? I do. I do have. You P- still I have, have Vita too, but I traded it for my Wii U. I oh regret every God. every day of my life for it. God. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. We lost him. He's that was it. Well, he, he only has three. Up. Maybe he can buy me one for the Wii U. Oh my God! I was tight on money, man. Listen, I mean, obviously, Tim, we, now we know why you're making decisions like that with your money. Jesus. Like, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I expect something like that from JT, not from you, I'm okay? I'm, I'm so sorry, Traded guys. His, I'll oh, let myself out. I hope Jimmy Stewart never sees this episode. <laughs> I hope he does. I'll be in that's, ruins. That's my hope. That's my hope. When I saw, when I saw, when I saw that what they're remaking with Silent Hill, I was like, screw Silent Hill. Give me Parasite Eve. That's what I want. That's what I want. Maybe one day. Maybe yep. you I think Blessing actually wants Parasite Eve remake remastered too. Blessing at a young age, you couldn't have lied and said you you used it for like drug money or something. You had to you had to say <laughs> the Wii. U. No, I sold yeah, my Wii U for drug money. You were uh, already telling us how you broke the law so many times. You know, you could have just been like, yeah, Murphy's drugs law, as well. guys, come on, Murphy's law. Obviously, <laughs> everyone knows. Oh. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows law. what Murphy's law is. <laughs> come on. <laughs> well. I'm hoping uh, we get some good news, and I, I hope that it's executed nicely. I'd love to jump into Silent Hill, just like I have Resident Evil uh, in the last few years and become a fan of, of that series. Speaking of which, Resident Evil, we're getting news this week uh, from Capcom. So from IGN, uh, Capcom will be releasing 
a new inf- a bevy of new information on its remake of Resident Evil 4 in a showcase set for later this week. Previously teased for October, Capcom's Resident Evil showcase will be taking place Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. The showcase, which was announced back in September, will provide the latest updates, trailers, and more for the Resident Evil series. Both Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Village are highlighted on the showcase's official site. Now, what a great time, obviously, for us with playing Resident Evil Village. I'm curious to see what that DLC is going to look like more in depth. Um, Tim, is the DLC something, you know, obviously we got to see what it looks like, but something that would bring you back into that game. Uh, Typically, for me, I'm not a guy who dives back into more DLC unless it's a game like Batman Arkham, where it's something I just can't get enough of. This I'm enjoying, but I don't know that it would bring me back, per se. It depends what it is. If it's if it's like an addition to the story, like continuation of the ending, like, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's say like continues on off the end, I would I would look into playing it. But if it's just like a different perspective or a different like little mode inside the game or something like that, like, no, nah, I'm I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not the kind of person that picks it up and revisits it. Like, I never played through the Biohazard DLC. I just watched videos on it. I just didn't, you know. Yeah. It's almost like playing, not playing a second half of a game, just a little different. It doesn't seem <laughs> that, like that. That's, uh, that's how I am yeah. with, with DLC, too. Like, if, it, if it's, like, a substantial extra bit yeah. of story. Like, like uh, my perfect example is, like, the Bioshock games. Like, uh, the Bioshock Infinite DLC. Oh, yeah. When that stuff yeah. came out, like, the, the Re- Return to Rapture and stuff like that. Like, those were, those were awesome, man. Um, so yeah, so DLC can hit for me if it's if it's done if it's done right if it's more story and it's a more you know more of what you want. But like you know, you can take, take yeah. a game like Spider Man. You know, they came, they came out with like the was it the city that never sleeps or whatever. The uh, I, I never yep. touched that. That's one of my favorite yeah. games of all time. And like I, I could just swing around that city for forever. But I, n- I never even touched the the DLC. I'm not a big revisiting games person. Anyways, it's just not my my style. I played those Spider Man all three DLC packs for that game twice. Uh, once on PS4, oh, yeah? once on PS5 for remastered. Interesting. Yeah, and just couldn't get enough of it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so uh, what I am really excited about with this Resident Evil showcase is Resident Evil 4. Give me more of that remake. That's going to be a day one purchase for me when it comes out in April of 2023. And, um, you know, if it's anything like what we've seen in the remake for 2 and 3, this is the one that will really hit. It, you know, many people consider that one of the best video games of all time. Uh, so for them to do what they're doing, uh it's got to be delicate and they've given me no reason to think otherwise that this will will be a you know a very good game remember when you guys played uh oh god john i was gonna say remember when we were talking about capcom in the same light that we were konami konami Mm -hmm. like for sure remember like those two were like the publishers that were like man they want to fall from grace they they owned the early and late 2000s like they were you know some of the best publishers making the most recognizable games and they both just fell off look look at how capcom or um uh yeah, Capcom. Yeah, if Konami is the one yeah. who doesn't make it stuff. Look at how Capcom has has changed the narrative and just kept you know keeps putting out quality stuff, whether it be re- remasters of the games people want done well or you know new versions of those games. Like man, they are just crushing it. Like what a what a tale of two different companies. Come a long way. Did you guys like, play Resident Evil Four or no? No, no. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, I've been waiting it's for on, a remaster. So I'm actually planning on buying it on Steam. No way, man! I got to play this remaster. It's gonna be yeah. different. It's gonna be different. I know, I, but it's. <laughs> Get out of here, Rashad. <laughs> Rashad Anderson did in you the text chat. Him? Is he? Oh you my 100%. god! Someone texted I him. Who there's, did it? There's no Might way. Tank. Uh, so, with How Resident Evil happen? Four, it's funny because a lot of people, um, when they heard that this was rumored, were like, "That's not a game that needs remaking." No, that's absolutely a game that needs remaking. I'm not saying the original wasn't great. I can't vouch for it because I didn't play for it, but. 
I didn't play it, but like it's it's not the same. I think if John and I were to play that game for the first time now, like there are certain like if I yeah. just played Batman Arkham Asylum, which I love dearly, for the first time today, I'd say it's a it's a it's a fine game. But I played that when it came out in 2008 or 2009 and loved it dearly. And so every time they remake it for a new system, I buy it. And part of it is nostalgia. Right. And that game is five years newer than RE4. You know? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that one exactly. already doesn't hold up. Like, again, not that it doesn't hold up. Of course, if Joe and I played RE4, we can we could appreciate it. Like we'd, I'm sure we'd enjoy it. But I think like it makes so much more sense to wait for the remaster. Yes. Did, did anyone text really message Rashawn? Rashawn, how did you end up here? No. Yeah, we need, we need to know. Rashawn, I was calling... This is insane. I was calling your name. I needed your assistance because <laughs> neither of them have played. They've only played the Leon portion of Resident Evil Two, the remake. It's the same. And never played thing. through Claire. It's I, not I, the same Claire. game. I saw the. You, you played, played Claire? Claire. Oh, I played, I played through Claire. Oh, I played Leon. So it's all good. It cancels no, out. No, no. It's We're like the same it's gamer. So we matter. just did it together. It's, it's different. It cancels out, dude. What are you talking <laughs> about? half of gaming that's fine it's, what, it doesn't no, it, it is, is the same, same thing, thing. I, I watched a video on the on the claire stuff i saw her little cutscenes. i saw her it's little not, story it's, it's the different same different from thing. everything i've seen on it it's i downtown. can't believe Rashawn just tuned in this is like blowing that's my mind. insane i don't know who i literally don't know who <laughs> i need to play an hl 23 because i missed out on an hl 22 like you gotta play both like come on oh, it's God, Rashawn. he's a fan was here oh, dude that's awesome that, that that's just crazy like what are the chances you have to be you. here thank you thank you Rashawn. Um, oh, I'm getting really. I, I didn't. I felt. I loved it. Ari two was great. Leon was fun. I watched that. I watched a couple of YouTube videos on Claire. Good to go. All good. All good. Outstanding. John and I are gonna chat and compare notes on our playthroughs. Literally, the, the one day you guys are like, "Oh, the best part about Kingdom Hearts is it has no story." I literally texted Sean like, "Help." Give me the the courage not to like just strangle them both. Through oh this my text god! Message. You'll never win the that conversation. Is, is I'll just. Not open this can of worms, but yeah, I will. let's uh, let's no, move this, on. No, the story's it's garbage. For another day. Oh, let's say it. No. Kingdom Hearts three garbage. <laughs> Whoa, I I like Kingdom Hearts. I just don't <laughs> understand it. Uh, the gameplay. The story is garbage. I love the music. Oh God. I love the music as well. Um. All right. All right. So, uh, we're gonna get away from that controversy and go on to a new controversy here. Uh, some stuff going on with Bayonetta three right now, and um. There's some, there's definitely some different takes going on, different sides, and we need to know more details. But uh, from Kotaku, uh, renowned voice actor Jennifer Hale, known for her role as Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect series and the new voice of action character Bayonetta, released a statement in response to the Discord uh, discourse following Bayonetta's former voice actress claiming she wasn't offered a living wage by Platinum Games to reprise her role as the Umbrum Witch. Over the weekend, Helena Taylor, the original voice actor for Platinum Games' stylish hack-and-slash series Bayonetta, uploaded four videos to her official Twitter account claiming Platinum Games offered her an insulting flat rate of $4,000 to reprise her role as Bayonetta. It should be noted that Bayonetta 3 also features an entire cover of Bayonetta's from alternate timelines. Um, interesting stuff here. Jennifer Hale uh, releases basically to, to button that up before we chat about it uh, a really nice uh, tweet that i thought was neutral and it was good for for everyone uh so what jennifer said was with regards to bayonetta 3 
As a longtime member of the voice acting community, I support every actor's right to be paid well and have advocated consistently for this for years. Anyone who knows me or has followed my career will know that I have great respect for my peers and that I am an advocate for all members of the community. I am under an NDA and am not at liberty to speak regarding this situation. My reputation speaks for itself. I sincerely ask that everyone keep in mind that this game has been created by an entire team of hardworking, dedicated people, and I hope everyone will keep an open mind about what they've created. There's some interesting takes here. So a little adding, I'm going to add a little layer onto this because I read some stuff about it today. I don't know if anyone else saw any of this stuff, but um, another person had, had came out and said that he had some, you know, three or four credible sources saying that um, what she's saying isn't hundred percent accurate, that they oft- offered her about four to $5,000 per session, totaling about 15,000 um, that it was, I, I saw the opposite. Quite accurate. I saw the opposite that oh, it came out that f- four, 4,000 for her total sessions was the, not even their first offer. That was the, the, the final number that they landed on. So that they negotiated that the, the, the initial offer was the one that was incredibly insulting, not a livable wage. And the 4,000 was what they, uh, finally landed on before the negotiations broke away. See here and, can... and I saw that that was $4,000 total, not per session. So yeah, I saw that part way, too. Whether it's four thousand or fifteen thousand, that that sounds very low for a prominent voice actress, obviously. And uh, you know, Bayonetta is not. Um, it, it is a popular series. It's not the. It, it makes millions popular. of dollars. I mean, the Switch version of Bayonetta three alone sold over a million copies. I mean, that's a right. lot. That's a lot of copies. It is a lot. So, before we dive into this, I know you know we we've got some thoughts on both sides here. Uh, to me, there's a lot of missing context and details that we may never know about but if we take this at the surface and see what we've got out in the public you know i'm never a fan of airing dirty laundry however i'm also a fan of sticking up and advocating for yourself so in this case um for helena the the original actress um i don't love the idea that she's saying boycott the video game and donate your money to charity instead we can agree that donating money to charity is a good thing However, uh, what Jennifer Hale said in her tweet, I think, just summed it up perfectly. There's a team of tons of people who, who worked on this for, for many years right. who should not be tarnished as a result of that, right? Uh, this, is, this is one individual we're talking about. It, although important, you should also think about the, the other people that worked on this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with what I, I know uh, John said earlier in one of our group texts where he, he said, hey, I'm a fan of paying your people. Pay them what they're worth. And I agree with that. You got to pay for the talent. Don't, don't skip out. Don't skimp on, on people. And that, that's not good if it's only 4000 or $15,000. It doesn't sound like very much uh, without knowing a lot about how much yeah. actors and actresses get paid for video games. But I, I think there's, there's a ton of gray area and a lot of noise right now. And it's hard to take a stance without really knowing all the details. John, why don't I just pass it, it over to you? Yeah, I mean, like like you said, I, I'm 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 on the on the side that always pay your people what they're worth, and and if if you're going to offer somebody something that's not a livable wage, I think they have every right to to take it public and to and to hit you where it hurts in the wallet. Um, yeah, I understand. Like a lot of people worked hard on this game, and it it, it would suck for this game to to suffer because of something like this. But at the end of the day, they got their paycheck. They were, they were paid to make this game. That, that, that money, that money's in their bank account. It's cashed. Right. So like, yeah, yeah it would suck for that, for this hard work to not be recognized the way it should. Um, but if the publishers behind this game are really worried about that, 
don't offer people non-livable wages and you wouldn't have to worry about the scenario happening in the first place, right? So just be on the up and up and take care of your people. You, you would never have to worry about your good people who are still with you being in this situation. Um, boycotting is always tough because of that. Yeah, there's so, there's so many people who go, you know, there's so much work that goes into it. There's so many people that are not involved with the decision to make that offer that will in some way or another suffer for, you know, suffer for the situation. Again, no one's going to, it's this, this statement, this, this call to boycott, it's not going to change the sales of, of Bayonetta in a major way. It's just a statement. It's just awareness. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe the fact that she was so adamant about boycotting is not, not the best call for her, but, um, I think it's, I think at the end of the day, it's totally fair. I think that, uh, she, she wasn't offered a livable wage and, um, this was a, a, I think a, a proportionate call to action. I agree with Rashawn in that we definitely need more information. He says something is missing. Um, Tim, I'm sorry. I, I know I cut you off there. What were you going to say? I think it, I think it kind of reflects a bigger issue than just her. Um, I think it's an issue with the industry of, you know, voice actors in a whole. They're underpaid. I mean, that's the reality. Like, she's not the only or the first person to come forward. No. Whether it's from a voice acting standpoint, unless you're a high, well-known actor. I mean, you look at the, the comparison. You have, like, a Chris Pratt who goes on and voices Mario, making insane amount of money. And things like this, where it's a smaller, the the scale of what it is is smaller. So I understand, in relative to the whole game, like it's just a piece of everything. But like there are some times where they're a bigger component of it, and they're just underpaid. And yeah. I think it's an issue with the industry as a whole, not just her specifically. There, it's a huge thing with voice acting in general. I mean, there there are yeah. countless stories. One that just came out about Rooster Teeth, actually, of of people just being plugged in to do VO for a project and not getting paid for it and just doing it because they technically work for the company. It's like, oh, you're, yeah. an, you're an engineer here and we, we need we need some VO lines done. Like, you know, just pop in and do a couple of sessions. And just because they're an employee for the company, they don't get paid a, a VO rate. Um, that's that, that seems to be a huge, huge thing that's, you know, uh, kind of a contract controversy at Rooster Teeth right now. They do a bunch of animated shows, and rather than paying voice actor talent at the rate they deserve it, they're just throwing in random employees to fill some stuff in. So, um, yeah, it's it's a huge problem. I think uh, paying people what it's worth is a uh, is a huge talking point in our society right now. And um, the the unionizing of of voice actors has been a thing uh, that has been tossed around for a while as well. Too, um, someone like Jason Schreier from Bloomberg has, has championed that and. Um, I, I don't know if it'll ever happen. There, you know, there's too much contract work, and there's, you know, there, these these projects have such odd life cycles, and I think it's it's difficult to accomplish. But um, it's tricky. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand perspectives. What what an interesting thing that you have Jennifer Hale take this role though. Such a prominent voice actress. Like I, I'd be so curious to know what she's being paid for this. You know, it, we'll, yeah. we'll probably never know that. I'm sure stuff will leak out, or there will be um, kind of suspicions, if you will. But uh, like very, very prominent name in, in voice acting and is getting that role. And, um, you know, you, Tim, you mentioned Chris Pratt, you know, in, in him being in, in Mario, whether you, you think he was the, in general, the, the right guy for that role is, is a different story, but you, you put Chris Pratt's name to that name carries weight. Holy shit. Right. So yep. like no disrespect at all to Helena, the original voice actress here. I, I, I would have never known, Right. I think who who she was and Jennifer Hale I have heard of. Again, that's not to say that Helena should not not get paid. Like she should get paid what she's worth, but like I don't know. Not There's comparable. a lot of Agreed. really really interesting variables in this story that is developing as time goes on. Um and I think Jennifer put it nicely in this tweet today. She hopes kind of everyone gets their their dues, I guess. Yeah. So, 
interesting to hear it play out. Love to hear the community discussion on that. Get involved in the twi- uh, the chat, whether it's twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse or youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. Would love to hear your opinion on that topic. Uh, John, going to kick it over to you. We got a, a price at a date for the newest iteration of the DualSense. And yeah. uh, if you're interested in it, I hope you've saved your money. <laughs> uh, yeah, DualSense Edge. Uh, so it's a not a competitor, but a, a version of what we've seen the Xbox do for a while with their with their Elite Series controller. They've done two, and I think PlayStation fans have been asking for years. It's like, I'm sick of relying on Scuff and you know these third parties for yeah. pro controllers with back paddles, and when's PlayStation going to finally do their own? Well, a couple months ago, they announced that uh, the DualSense Edge, and now we have uh, a price, and we have a pre-order date, and a uh, uh, you know, a shipping date. Uh, so price $200, $199.99 USD. That's steep. It is, uh, it is up there. I think that the most expensive that the elite controller ever was, was what? 179 or 189 when they came out with the series two. What? I, I think that's right. What? I, whatever the, if you're talking expensive overall, whatever the halo two or the halo one was, yeah, that, that was the priciest one. Right. And I think that and, was 179 or something like that. And you know, it's, I th- you're the ballpark for sure. It, it's there. I think the original series one Elite controller was 150. I bought that when it came out. You know, had some fun with it, whatever. Um, and then the two came out, and it was a little bit more expensive. But it's always on sale for cheaper. Um, I think yeah. that I think that I kind of expected this. This is this is Sony being Sony. Uh, I think that they yeah. kind of gotten to the point where they're kind of like Apple, mm-hmm. when they they release an accessory. It's like they they play the price game, and they're 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 comparable when it comes to the big products. They can't they can't overprice the PS5 because they have to stay competitive, but they can nickel and dime you and get you on that that Sony tax when it comes to peripherals. Um, the Dual Sense is expensive. I think it's eighty bucks for just a Dual Sense if it's not on sale. Um, everything like that. So two hundred bucks expensive. Uh, it's not for me. I'm a Dual Sense guy. I love it. I think it's already a premium enough controller. I have I have three of them. I have one now that's literally just dedicated to sitting on my wall here for PC gaming, and I've got two out there charging in the living room and that are different colors for the PS5. I love the DualSense, but it's it's plenty premium uh, for me. I will say that when I was using the Xbox Elite controller, um, it was a little too heavy for me. Like it's it's super quality and it's nice to have some of the options. I never use the back paddles. The way I grip a controller, the back paddles like it would just take too much too much training for me to get used to them. Um, so I never really use them. Tage Thompson scored a beauty. Go Sabers! Can't wait to look at that one. Um, but yeah, two hundred bucks for me. It's it's, it's not going to be it's it's not going to be something I jump on unless maybe I, I see it and it looks beautiful and I've got some some FOMO going on. But dates uh, you can you can pre order this thing on ten twenty five. So just a few days from now, and it's shipping uh, next year, early next year, one twenty six of uh, of of next year. So um, pre order soon. Few few months to wait on that, but um, I'm glad they finally did it. It's just not it's yeah. not something I'm super excited about myself. I love the dual sense so much. I'm, I've got four going on five with that God of War pre-order. Oh, I that I pre-ordered that too. I'm not going to cancel. So oh, you did pre-order it. I might yeah, keep mine in the box. I don't know. We'll see. That's a dumb thing to do, but I've, you know, we'll see. John and I are weak men when it comes to anything like yeah. that. Uh, but hey, about it. I was like, Oh yeah, maybe I don't love that. I, I don't love the way the controller looks. However, I will say this every time I've seen a dual sense color, like online or on the, on the phone, on the app, whatever that looks like when they go for pre-order, I'm like, it's okay. But when I get them in person, I'm like, wow, so those vibrant. colors pop. They're crushing so, yeah. colors. Funny I thing. Colors. I showed Daisy this controller cause we were playing Lego star Wars. And I was like, Hey, what, what do you think of this controller? It's just like white and purple. I like that. I go, I might pre-order. It. I might get it. I don't know. I'm like, we, we got to save our money. We'll so see. She talked to you. And <laughs> so what happens is, you know, Lauren walks in and Daisy goes, 
mom, we're going to get that controller. She goes, what controller? I was like, shut up. Try to save money here. Anyway. So also good news, John, last news topic here. Uh, one of our favorites is is finally making its way to PC. Yes. Yeah. So Miles Morales is coming to Steam. We we got that announcement that it was coming when we got the announcement that Spider-Man in general was coming. Uh, we just knew that it was coming at a later date. So we know Miles Morales coming to PC 11-18 pretty soon, less than a month. Um, so that's that's going to be great. I hope I have Spider-Man wrapped up by then, and then we'll have to get that added to our, our Steam library share so we can all play that on Steam yep. Deck. That'll be my third that's time right. playing through that game because they make you replay it for the Platinum. Which isn't too bad. It's like I gotta play Spider Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was it. Was annoying, but then when I realized that, like, oh, this game's only like four and a half hours if you skip every yeah. cutscene and just like literally blast through it. Plus, it's so great. Like, yeah, so awesome. just enjoy the ride. You oh, know, it, sure. it is really, really I'm, good. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm of the mind that Miles Morales is a better game than the original Spider Man. I just enjoy the vibe of Miles more. I like the story more. Obviously, there's it, there's less to it. It's a little bit less dense. But like to me, that was kind of a selling factor. Um, not that I felt there was too much bloat in the original Spider Man, but like there's just something about a cool, breezy, twelve hour story that's just really refreshing. I I love games like that. I love that Sony's done smaller, bite-sized, so to speak, AAA games. Um, shorter versions of bigger games, right? So like Miles Morales is that to Spider-Man that he got... Um, Lost Legacy. Un- yes, un- with Uncharted. And uh, maybe give me something like that with Horizon at some point. All of it, I think, for, is just... For games, like, that. For, like, games like Uncharted and uh, Spider-Man specifically, I would sign up for that going forward in a heartbeat i would take a smaller 10 hour experience every two years or every year and a half over another 30 oh, totally. 25 hour yes. 30 hour thing every five years 100 percent. like that is so, so much more up my alley we're kind of seeing this with ubisoft with uh with assassin's creed right like they're going to continue making some of those bigger rpg games that just seem endless and a little bit dreadful to me but you know it's just not for me but they're going to go back and make some of those more original style or legacy Assassin's Creed games and make them cheaper, like $50 instead of 70. And I love that. Make that smaller scale, more focus, give me more action. I care about the story as well. All of that sounds good. And we've seen a little bit of it with Sony. We're going to see a little bit with uh, Assassin's Creed. Maybe that becomes a trend in the coming years. Yep. Only time will tell. Tough. Ladies and gentlemen. We are at that point of the episode here on Busy Sticks, the Geekiverse's all gaming talk show. We're going to play our favorite new game. What is it called? It's called Guess the Game. Uh, I had a successful week last week. My uh, second attempt, my first time getting it within the 15 questions, of course, was Uncharted 2, one of, one of my favorites. So we're going to have John play. I've got a game in mind. And um, are, have we decided, is Tim, Tim going to help us here or no? John. It, so it's it's my game. I'll I'll defer to Tim for some yep. for some deliberations. Tim, at the end of the day, I'm not going to use you for for a I solid answer. It. I respect that. I, but I, yeah, you're you're on my side here for some deliberations. Um, yeah, uh, it's proved I, a little I, bit difficult. I say it's fair game. You know, even f- if nothing else for the discussion. For sure. For sure. But uh, well, uh, obviously for the the played back version, when you watch this back on YouTube, we'll we'll put the the answer on screen. We're not going to do that live because John is running the ship here. But um, John, are you ready to guess the game? A little bit. <laughs> I, I, little I feel bit. like I feel like to make this fun, you should have like a guess without guessing. You should get one guess at the start without asking. A oh, a pie in the it. sky guess that doesn't count. Yes. Ooh, that's a fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Just like shoot it out there and then hope for the best. 
No. No, no, no. Um, Joe's worried. Joe's worried you might get it. Dude, here's the problem. Yeah, I am worried. Uh, Because I thought about... I said on our last show... uh, Just saying something. Right. uh, Like, right off the bat, taking a random guess. Obviously, it would have counted. But, like, John and I know each other very well. Yeah. And especially when it comes to games, like, that could be dangerous. Uh, It's happened a few times with Star Wars characters. Like, we've come out and gotten them very quickly. Super quick. So... There's, we'll usually, see. there's we'll usually see. context there involved. Like we just watched that movie or something like that. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, but, uh, John, I'll, I'll give it over to you. You'd start guessing away. All right, let's start. Um, is this game a console exclusive? No. Okay. Um, paper scored again. That's good. Don't know. I think it was Hinostroza. I'm um, delayed, man. Come sorry, on. Sorry, I have spoilers. Okay. It's Gears Three all over. It's Gears Three all over again. <laughs> Sorry, Tank. I actually am not sorry. It was Paterka. <laughs> um, JJ? It was JJ, baby. All right. Okay, so it's not exclusive to any Beauty. platform. Um, is it part of a franchise? No. Not part of a franchise, not exclusive to anything. Okay. Um... All right, so I'm at two questions here. Is this did did this game originally launch on the Xbox One, PlayStation Four generation? Yes, Xbox One and PlayStation Four generation. Okay. Um, did you know? I'm, I'm reading somebody. No, I did not know. <laughs> that. We didn't discuss anything about that, Josh. That was, okay. Um, everything here is this game also playable on the nintendo switch yes okay so it's it's playable on switch it's it came out during ps4 xbox one generation okay um interesting 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 ps4 xbox one Starting to think publisher stuff now. Hmm. Getting into publishers. Oh my but gosh, like, we're missing so much. Yeah, there's a lot thing. going on. The best hit in a decade. I don't know about that. Sounds incredible. So, <laughs> so far, it is not exclusive to any platform, to any console. Correct. It Got came it. out during the Xbox One PS4 generation. Mm-hmm. It is not part of a franchise. Correct. It is playable on the Nintendo Switch. It is. Is the game... Man, this won't help me narrow much. I, I, you get to the point where you have like something in mind and you want to ask questions that like you know head towards that direction, but I don't know if this question helps me much in we, the grand scheme of things. We both ran into that on our first tries, where can we I thought get, we were, um, we're narrowing I'm not going to ask a question. I'm not going to ask a question. Yeah, you can give me input. This was, yeah, Tim, Tim doesn't count. What up? What about like asking a question reference to like the genre or style yeah, of game? For sure, I, I was just about to go there with not genre or style, but uh, for, so I'm I'm genre style. I'm publisher developer. That's that's in the mind as well. My wife just throwing out answers in chat. Fallout. Um, the, that would <laughs> she be, get it right? We played this before. She got it with what that'd be that? a no because because Fallout's part of a franchise because there's multiple franchises. Um, Josiah, is this a single player only game? 
Hang on, I gotta look this up. That's okay. <laughs> You're allowed to fact track. Fact check. Okay. So that got rid of. The, so that got rid of the fact. You have to look it up. Got rid of one of my questions for sure. Here's the thing. I, without looking it up, I would have said yes. It's a single player game. Okay. There may be but a multiplayer component to it, but it's, it's not. There's a multiplayer mode, but in my opinion, this is a single player game. Okay. I don't. I don't want to throw you off the scent. Like, no, that's fine. Much. The I reason don't want to talk too much about it. No, no, no. The reason I asked that question was actually because I was thinking Fortnite. That was that's what I thought. I thought you may have gone Fortnite. I, I was gonna ask. I got gotcha. I was gonna ask. Is it free to play? But I'm like that really only pertains to Fortnite. So if I ask if it's single player, that will tell me if it's multiplayer, which will help me with Fortnite. Okay. So l- let me ask you a question. I'm sorry. I should clarify. Multiplayer, as in uh, like online. Or are you talking co-op? I didn't ask that question yet. My question was, is it predominantly a single-player game? It is. It yeah. is. It is a single-player game. Yeah. So that, that that that's what I needed. That's what I needed. Okay. I, I don't want to. I don't want to screw you up. No, you're that, good, man. You're good. Uh, okay. So single-player game, not exclusive to much at all or anything. It's on. No. It's on the Came Xbox. Came out during the Xbox One, PS4 generation. Nintendo also Switch on playable. Switch. That's what, player. That's yeah. where I'm trying to get with it. Like what what was ported or came out on the switch during that time um genre is tough because there are so many genres like i just ask a genre and i'm just going i'll burn five questions with the genre and they can bleed into each other as well right in some like, cases, there's you know? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> animal crossing not a, not an xbox or playstation mm-hmm. it was kind of multiplayer it was kind of multiplayer but it was exclusive to the switch lauren booted that up the other day it was great right hear yeah. that song again da, 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 i listen da, 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 i listen to da, da, da. animal crossing music all the time like while i'm working out just toss on like animal crossing lo-fi mixes or just even just the it's soundtrack. my favorite thing to do while i'm working like, yeah, work to do oh yeah lo-fi yep. lo-fi video game music or just lo-fi in general yeah yep lo-fi oh, video game music is awesome all right so i'm at five questions yep how many um, get 10 yeah, 15 15 10 was really different yeah, we realized it was ridiculous we we both were nowhere near close with 10 a lot of a lot of like outlets and in different channels will do 20 questions but yeah we're, we're six to 15 we, we think that's reasonable for now i agree um and asking about time doesn't really matter because i got the generation down and that's i know it's a long generation it's what 13 to like what was that generation 20. 13 to 20. to 20 yeah 13 yeah. to 20 so you're seven years is a good time to work in single player game that wasn't part of a franchise that's on the switch in both HD twins. What? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Man. Now right. I have Animal Crossing stuck in my head. Let's. Okay, let's just go here. Would you consider this a triple A game? Oh man, I I don't I would say no, but very high profile. Okay, if that makes sense, it does make yeah, it makes perfect sense. I know I think I know what wheelhouse you're in at that point. I think I know where you're at. Um, and I hate saying that, and I asked that same question myself when I was playing. Yeah, but it almost almost be subjective, right? Like, that, to be like, but I think you know, we're, we sort of align at, yeah. at what that means. I think so too. Okay. Yeah. Um, is yeah. this? game in first person perspective no okay i gotta i gotta scent again i gotta scent again 
Um, are there platforming elements to this game? Yes. Okay. Okay. Got a few. Got a few. Indie being a maybe, being questionable, gets me there. Oh, okay. I got, I got, I got like four right now. No tank. It's not okay. Switch exclusive. It's not exclusive to anything. Um, it came out during the PS4. Um, I already asked. I, I already asked that question. So you're, you're good. No. Yes. Um. Yeah. It came out during the PS4, PS, um, PS4, Xbox One generation. It's not exclusive to any console, and it is also playable on the Switch. Yep. Um. For the record, I just spilled my beer, but it's almost empty, so we're good. That's good. That's good. I, I have I have three, and I almost <laughs> the, I can almost get to the point where I can start. Just get you're eight in. I think you're. I, I think made. you're doing really well. Yeah, from I, my perspective. Um, I'm just gonna guess one. I think. I think I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go. I don't even think this is a pie in the sky. It's gonna help me narrow down at least where my brain's been at, and I still have a good amount of questions left. We're gonna do it. Uh, is this game Cuphead? Question nine. Question nine. Is it Cuphead? Yeah. I would love to say that it is. And it is. I knew yeah, it. Baby. Nice. Let's go. Good job, John. Nine questions. Nine questions. New record. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Cuphead, what baby. I have, like, Twelve questions. I like were, yeah, roughly twelve. We were pretty close. Um, well done. So obviously, you nice. can see where my hesitation came on the AAA. Yeah. Well, because it was, was like, pu- yeah. it was published by Microsoft, but it was developed by Studio MDHR, which is a very indie game, an indie developer. So yeah. I, I, I support the way you answered that question. Um, once you said yeah. that, what, what came to my head was Ori in the Blind Forest, uh, Cuphead. Yeah. Like those were the ones where I was at. Where I'm like, okay, that. I the way you answered that got me there. You you were on the path. I think around question five, it, five to six was your turning point, and you started narrowing it down really quickly. And I was really confident when you were about to ask for nine that they was going to be Cuphead. Like yeah. I would put money on it. That's, so that was amazing. Really, really nice nicely done. Heck yeah, John. Heck Good yeah. job. Another one I had, I had was uh, another one I had was Celeste as well. Celeste, Ori, uh, yeah, and yeah. Cuphead. Those were the three. I'm like, okay. It's it's doesn't always have to be, but like it's early on. Yeah. We're still just getting started. It's probably related to my tastes or, or his in some some fashion yeah. or another. For sure. Uh, but even when, though like when you you went you went uh, Metal Gear, so I mean like that wasn't really either of our games. So no, when you threw me Uncharted, I was like, all right, I'm gonna get on the path here. I, I know exactly where I'm going with this. So yeah. Uh, but I gave good you, stuff. That one was a little different though, because I gave you a sequel and like, I tried to I tried to trip it up with that yeah, situation. For sure. Um because you sure. know, first one I gave you was Dishonored, and that's a game I, you know, barely even played. And a game I liked, so like, you know, what the hell? Right. Uh, should have <laughs> gotten it. Stuff, but, man. Yeah, fun that's stuff. Awesome. Can't wait to see that uh in YouTube short version. That's gonna be great entertainment there. It's gonna be really quick too, because you only took nine yeah. questions. So Mr. Disruptoid killing it over there. Great job. Fun episode, lots that we were able to cover today. Can't wait to see what Resident Evil as well as Silent Hill looks like earlier or later, I should say, this week. The Sabres are having a hell of a game. My phone is blowing up. We need to go watch some hockey, so we'll wrap this up. John, where can people find you on social media and anything in your mind to promote for the Geekiverse that you want people to know about? Yeah, you can find me uh, at Disruptoid. Uh, Busy Sticks is obviously like our, our weekly show. We're doing all sorts of stuff in between, though. Um, we're currently chatting about Andor. We're, we're just about halfway through the first season of Andor at this point. We're having fun with that. We always like talking Star Wars. 
Um, we're going to be getting back into the MCU very soon, whether it be with films or with uh, TV shows. We just love watching and ranking the MCU. Um, so stick around for that. You'll see our, our newest episode of She-Hulk we just recorded. That's going to be going up uh, probably tomorrow. Um, but we're going to be getting back into the MCU stuff. So hang around for Star Wars, MCU, video games, all that stuff. It's what we do. Geekiverse is definitely heating up here as we get into some uh, some of the more fun content season uh, for the time of year that it is. Tim, uh, you've been streaming a lot, and on the, the flip side, we've been streaming late at night these talk shows, but in the morning you've been playing some video games. Well, what can people look forward to, and what have you been playing? Where can people check you out? Yes, I've been playing on my my own personal <clears throat> excuse me Twitch. On uh, I usually start around like seven a.m. to like nine before work. Um, I'm thinking for. When God of War comes out, I actually probably stream that on the Geekiverse page. So, Ragnarok. No. Yep, just yes. run through that. It's one game I said I didn't talk about. What have we been? What's been on our system? What have we been playing? I actually just finished God of War and I beat the Valkyrie finally. So, um, you know, very happy about that. But yeah, I'll be playing that. So check me out on Twitter. I'm pretty active on there too. So, but yeah, I'll be uh, streaming that. Hopefully, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. So, looking forward to to playing that looking forward to watching you play that as well uh of course awesome to play original god of war on steam deck uh, i did just finish my second run through on ps4 nice. gonna go back and platinum that very soon i think we'll see how that plays out but anyway i got gotham knights coming out shortly got ragnarok i'm a happy guy uh, you can find me on social media i am brosiah that's at i am brosiah for all your Geekiverse content, whether that's Busy Six, Star Wars Reviewed, or MCU Reviewed, you can check it out live at twitch.tv slash thegeekiverse, youtube.com slash thegeekiverse, or listening on podcast services around the globe. We really love the chat tonight. Keep the engagement high. We re- appreciate that so much. It means a lot to us. We have a lot of fun with it. So thank you. If you wouldn't mind, do us a favor. Tell a friend about what we do here at the Geekiverse. Share the link with the Twitch. Subscribing goes a long way for us. And of course, we're always about having fun and having that conversation about gaming and the latest in the world of pop culture. So for Tim, for John, I'm Josiah. We're going to go catch some hockey. Go Sabres. Have a great night.